0: Hello and welcome to the Conscious Expander Experience. My name is Michaela and I am your host. I have been on a journey of conscious healing and expansion for four years. Now I have created this podcast as a place for you to tune into in order to bring you back to the present moment, inspire you on your healing journey, and expand your life using radical mindset shifts. I spent years running, running after money, career success, and ultimately running away from God and the Spirit within me. The work I bring to you today is derived from all of the above. My connection to God, His Spirit within me, and my drive to live the purposeful life designed for me. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, Conscious Expanders. I'm so excited to join you back here in this space. Um, this week's episode is actually a redo, a take two, um, about conscious living through change and transition. Um, I have recorded this once and somehow the audio ended up completely mute. And normally I go back and listen to the audio before I upload it, but this time I didn't. And so, yeah, you may have noticed that the podcast before last was nothing, <laughs> just an intro. Um, so I want to touch on that today. This is obviously, if you don't know, inspired by um, my journey now from maiden to mother. I have a one-month-old, he was one-month-old yesterday, so this is just what I've learned through that transition and really the power of conscious living through change and transition. So Where my situation is um, I'm speaking on the process in motherhood. It could really apply to any sort of like transitionary period in your life or change that you may be going through. Um, so, I'm just very thankful for the work that I've done. If you've been following along on my journey, I have been on this journey of healing and expansion, and more so within the last year, just focusing on a conscious state of living. Um, but really my healing journey for the past two years. And I'm so thankful. I'm a firm believer that everything happens in divine timing and everything happens for a reason. So everything from losing my partner in 2018 to going on a spiritual retreat in March, 2020, just doing so much uh, deep healing work in that setting. Um, I probably healed like years of trauma within that. I think it was five, seven days. I don't even know how long it was. Um, and then that healing, that opening up led me to, yeah, the past two years of just like deep intentional work, two and a half years now, um, of healing of conscious expansion. And yeah, now I'm a year into this podcast, into posting, um, sharing my journey, sharing, Um, things that I've learned along the way. And now I feel like I am really um, like your go-to person for conscious living and mindset changes, like being able to become the observer in your life, become the observer of your emotions and the projections around you and your belief systems and the way that you're showing up in the world. And, And I'm very thankful for that. And I'm even more thankful in this period of motherhood because, throughout pregnancy, and birth, <laughs> and going into newborn life, newborn life, it has really called for a state of surrender. So, for uh, for pregnancy, I, I embarked on a wild pregnancy journey, um, and it was calling for surrender, um, to know that my body was doing everything it needed to do exactly as God designed it to grow a happy, healthy baby, um, just staying connected to my body, staying connected to God throughout the whole process, um, really calling for a state of surrender in birth, um, because birth is so uncontrollable, it's <laughs> my belief. Um and just surrender to God's design for the birth birth process. I left my birth um, undisturbed, had a, an unassisted free birth at home. Um, so definitely a state of surrender, just moving with my body and all the cues and <laughs> um, steps it takes in labor, transitions in labor, in birth. Um, and then now I'm in this motherhood. So now I have a newborn and Yeah, I spoke more about uh, my birth story. I'll be doing a part two. But from the moment that my son was born, me and my partner both were like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've known this kid forever. Like as soon as I saw his face, as soon as I held him, I just felt like I have just known this kid forever. Like my entire life has just led up to being his mother, like being his father. Um, So this period of motherhood has been wild because just because that is, is true for our stances. It felt so familiar. It felt so safe. Um, It doesn't mean that it doesn't come with challenges Um, being (laughs) woken up in the middle of the night um, and just really just being a new mom. Okay. I've never done this before. (laughs) I've never done this before. So I have had to, offer a lot of compassion for like when I just don't get things right. Okay. Um, I will be feeding him and I will almost never have a, well, okay. (laughs) Now that I'm four weeks in, I do now, but you know, in the beginning weeks, like I would just be feeding him and I would not have a burp cloth anywhere near me. And so, yeah, just milk would be, he would, he would, we're breastfeeding. He would be latched on and then pull off and then milk is just spurting everywhere. Or he would spit up and I'm just like covered in milk and spit and just have no, nothing anywhere near me to clean him off with. Um, We're doing elimination communication. So um, I'm just watching his signs, watching his cues and just offering him a potty or really a sink nine times out of 10 um, for him to pee or poop in, um, the bathroom sink or the bathtub um, really to save a cloth. Di- I'm cloth diapering. So it's one less diaper to wash. If I know that um, every time he wakes up within a few minutes, he has to pee. Um, I am offering him. That's just an easy one. That's just a really easy one. Um, and sometimes I just wouldn't catch it in time and I'd be changing his diaper, you know, and they would just be, pee everywhere or I'm holding him over the sink because I think that he's about to pee. And next thing you know, he's pooping. And guess what's not over the sink? His little booty. So there's poop all over my <laughs> bathroom counter and the floor and me and everything. Um and it's so easy to just get extremely frustrated because yeah, in Newborn Life and Motherhood, you already feel like you're behind. You already feel like you're juggling a million things. And then there's an unexpected mess that now you have to clean up. Um And it's so easy to get frustrated and it's so easy to feel unworthy or inadequate because yeah, I'm a homemaker. I'm, I'm a homemaker. I'm a partner. Like I'm a mother. Like I love taking care of my home. I love making nourishing meals for my partner. And yeah, sometimes it takes me like an hour to cut the vegetables for dinner because, you know, every five, 10 minutes, I'm stopping to take a break with Forrest and be with Forrest and, and love him. And so sometimes like if we plan to eat, like, six, seven, I will start thinking about dinner at two o'clock because it will take me that long to get everything together in order to make a meal, um, to just give myself ample time. Um, And it's so easy to get frustrated. It's so easy to feel unworthy. It's so easy to feel inadequate when these unideal circumstances come up. Um, But I have... First, grounded into the knowing that everything happens for a reason. Um, I have practiced for the last, well now, 11 months, this state of surrender. So if there is housework that I would love to get done, but my son's calling for me to hold him and nurture him because he's brand new to this world and sometimes it's a little scary, then I'm just going to surrender to that. Surrender you know, with the understanding, like, yeah, okay, yeah, sometimes things don't get done. It's definitely not going to, definitely not going to kill us. Definitely not going to hurt any of us that, you know, some laundry is just not getting folded, or I would love to sweep them off my floor, but it's just not getting done. I will really want to organize my cabinets, you guys. <laughs> For the past three weeks now, I've wanted to pull everything out of my bottom cabinets, scrub them down, put them back in, reorganize them, um, because some of my cabinets are that situation now, and you know what I'm talking about, where you're like, pull something out or like put something in and just like slam the door and be like, okay, God, please. Like, you'll just like hear things start to shift. And you're like, Oh, Oh, oh you know um, that's my situation in my bottom cabinets right now. And I really want to organize them. um, But that's a lot. <laughs> I just don't know when I would have the, that amount of uninterrupted time uh, to get those done, but we'll see. Maybe it'll happen eventually. Um, but I'm just, cool with it. <laughs> yes. I would love to get it done, but it's just not happening. And uh, it's really also, I want to speak on grounding into your values and your morals. Um, that is a step I feel like in a conscious living journey is identifying what your values are. Like what, means the most to you. Like, what do you truly believe in? Cause once you, um, yeah, I have a, I have a training that I uploaded to YouTube. I will leave the link down below. Um, it's three steps to begin conscious living. It's a good starting point. If you've been listening to this podcast and, and you, you know, love the way I think, or you admire the way that I, um, move through undesirable circumstances. And sometimes you may think like, I wish I could be a little bit more like that. Um, yeah, I have a free training. I think it's like 17 minutes, just three steps to begin conscious living. Once you've, um, these are just three tangible tools, like applicable things that you can begin implementing in your life that will lead you to like a more like aware, like more awareness over your life and your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings. And then once you're pretty grounded in that, yeah, it's, there's, and you want to, this leads to expansion. Okay. So being able to observe and like have understanding and compassion for where you're at, um, even through change and transition. Your next step is expansion. Okay. Like I'm happy where I'm at. I feel good where I'm at. And then once you're no longer like battling these emotions and like fighting yourself and like fighting your mind, fighting these thoughts, fighting these emotions, once you're pretty grounded and like you have these tools and and you can easily like move through and be with your emotions, then that's when you can really focus your energy on expansion. That's the power of conscious living. Okay. You can focus your energy on expansion. So if you want to expand your life, if you want to grow, one thing I definitely recommend is identifying your morals, identifying your values. Um, and (laughs) so back to where this is tying in, in my life, like, my son is my number one priority. Like my family is my number one priority. It's, it's okay. Here we go. It's God, family, business in that order. Okay. So obviously like um, my relationship with God, like number one priority. So that looks like me, um, like making that a priority. So if I, I would love in an ideal world, right? Um, Get up before the baby, have my prayer, my meditation time, like reading, like um, focus my intention there. But sometimes that doesn't happen because I have a newborn and I'm tired or, you know, I just cannot control when he wakes up, he gets up before me or same time as me. Um, Then he's just a part of my meditation and prayer and journaling. And it's like surrendering to that process. Um, but identifying your values, identifying your morals, like yeah, my family is one of the most important things to me. So that before I um beat myself up because I didn't record a podcast episode or show up on Instagram or um work on my business, um, my mind goes back to my son is my number one priority. My family is my number one priority. Um I've nurtured my home, I've nurtured my son, I've fed my family. Um if I my business just doesn't get any attention that day, then that's just the way it is, bro. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Um, and yeah, it's just like offering myself love and compassion through that process. So I'm speaking now, obviously on this transition from maiden to mother, but this is, I feel like valuable information for you. Um, If you are in a transitionary period, if you are in a period of change and you are in a situation that's like completely, you feel like is out of your control, um, this is just a podcast. Like, this is a reminder for you um, that maybe the situation is out of your control. So, like, or I have a newborn and I don't know what the heck this guy is doing. Okay. I'm reading all this like parenting stuff about learning your baby's rhythms and cues and all this kind of stuff. Well, let me tell you guys, I'm a month in and I don't know a thing. I really don't. (laughs) I'm trying. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Don't have a clue. Um, But maybe it's because I I am uh, not a super structured routine person. So I feel like maybe I could show up better And as far as that. We'll see. Um, Maybe you feel like you're in a situation that's like completely out of your control. Um, This is just your reminder that one thing you can control is the way that you show up within that situation. And... that is where your power resides. Like that is where your power lies because it's so easy to um, feel an emotion, feel the frustration, feel this anger, and you could become very trapped in that loop, very trapped in that cycle. So um, I'm just going to like go back to something completely out of my control, right? I was I had just bought a house with my partner, with my boyfriend in 2018. Um, a month later, he committed suicide, right? And I'm just... Um, obviously unwell to say in like, that's in, in the lightest terms, I speak more on that in some of the first few podcast episodes, if you want to go back and, um, catch up on my journey. Um, but that was just a situation that obviously completely out of my control. Like my entire life, I felt like crumbled to the ground around me. Um, yeah, we had just bought a house and yeah, we bought that house thinking that we would have two incomes. Now I just have one. Um, I had identified myself as this person's um, partner, this person's girlfriend, and now that's no longer a part of me. That's no longer me. So like my identity had fell away. Um, My sense of security had fallen away, Um, obviously overcome by grief. And it felt like a situation, yeah, just completely out of my control. Um, And... It was so easy for me after the fact to um, get stuck in traffic or um, pay a late fee for something or something would come up and I would be like, oh, of course, of course it would. Of course this horrible thing is happening. Of course this unideal thing is happening because this is just things that happen in my life. Like I just have a horrible life. Like I took that situation as information and just ran with it. And then that kept me in just like a perpetual state of victimhood for like over a year and just continuing to, um, if like you like the word manifest, but really um, my thoughts, my actions, my feelings were just creating more undesirable circumstances for me because that's that's the information that I took in. That's the way that I chose to show up as a victim who... um, bad things were always happening too. And that's what I continued to create for myself. Um, So this is just your reminder, like in these unideal circumstances, like in these feelings, in these situations that you feel like are completely out of your control, like you can show up with surrender, like you can show up with compassion, like you can you can be present with your emotion, but just, um, and feel your emotion, but move through them. Like your emotions, I firmly believe are just information. They're purely information. It's your body speaking to you through you, through these feelings, like through these emotions. Um, and instead of being like overcome by these emotions, controlled by these emotions, like I said, I was, um, just like identified myself so deeply with these that I continue to like perpetuate it and create these like unideal circumstances in my life and claims victim Um, and like the world just sucked, I thought. Um, But you have the ability to become the observer, to move through with your emotions and, and take the information that comes through them and the belief systems behind them and then rewrite those into something different and to show up differently. I'm also very aware um, in this period of change and transition that my child is a sponge and the people around you, like I said, I I'm I manifested, I created with my thoughts, my feelings, my actions, these unideal circumstances and these, this state of victimhood. Um, everyone around you is just a projection of your own, a projection of yourself, like projection of your thoughts, your feelings, your actions are showing up. Um, I believe that we're all little pieces of God, like reflection of God, that we, we were it, through creation, right? Um, So if we've all got that piece of God in us, we're all reflecting that back when we look at each other, when we interact with each other, when you um, sit in nature and just like take a look around you, right? Even all that creation is a reflection of God. Um, So everything beautiful that you see around you, a deep reflection of you, Um, all the darkness that you see around you also within you. And I know that like children are your greatest reflection. I learned that in my journey as a nanny um, for my best friend, Kinsey. Um, They're one of your like greatest reflections, like greatest teachers. Like, well, we, I've heard that so much that, you know, kids are your greatest teachers, but it's because they're your reflection. Um, They're a reflection of you. So it's very important for me to be conscious, to be aware of the thoughts that are moving through me, the emotions that are coming out of me, the way that I choose to show up because children have a very absorbent mind from birth to the age of seven. So all the information that they take in through that amount of time, it dictates the way that they show up in the world thereafter, the information that they take in. So although I can't shelter him and I can't protect him from um, any darkness in the world or any like unideal feelings or circumstances, like I can project to him. Like I can show him the way that I desire to show up in it within that, um, based on my values, based on my morals. Um, yeah. So if you are in this period right now of change and transition or feeling stuck or feeling just out of control, um, yeah, I have a few ways that I am able to serve you. I have, yeah, linked down below, um, to that 17 minute training, just three steps to begin conscious living—a great starting point. Um, if you are there, just a great, um, yeah. I'll just let you tune into that. Um, also, a new offering um, in my business—I'm offering uh, conscious strategy sessions, and I'm keeping um, the amount of sessions I'm doing per week uh, pretty limited now, with just because with my newborn, I just want to be really present with my family. Um, but this offering just feels very alive. For me, Um, so yeah, this is where we meet together over Zoom and bring you through um, this situation, the circumstances, these feelings that are coming up through for you, um, dropping into your subconscious mind, like the belief systems behind them, um, rewriting them, and bringing you to more of an aware and empowered state, um, back into alignment. where you can really choose to move through, move past and grow from anything that you may be experiencing in this moment. Um, these sessions are $44 for the time being. Um, you can book with me at the email in the show notes below or send me a DM on Instagram um, at I am Michaela. Ann. Um, I'm super excited to be offering these. I just started the sessions um, this week and They just make me feel so excited, so alive. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to connect with you. Um, Also, you have uh, the ability in the show notes below to um, go to this website, Ko-fi. And it's where you can leave a tip or I think it's um, buy a coffee. I think it's like a $5 donation to the podcast, like to my work. I don't monetize on these podcasts at all. Um, That's why you don't hear any ads. You don't hear um, any brands or businesses mentioned because I just want to keep my work um, just very authentic, very God-centered. I just want to focus this podcast on just like speaking my truth, speaking my mission. So this podcast is not monetized at all. So if you feel um, called to contribute or donate to my mission, to um, my purpose, there's the link to that below on that website. Um, And anybody who leaves a donation, um, on that website, um, will be added to a, our Voxer chat. So it's just a chat full of, um, Other Conscious Expanders, I'll be showing up in that chat, uh, maybe sharing guided meditations, uh, books I'm reading, journal prompts, just an opportunity to connect with other uh, members of this community. So that is what I have for you today. Um, Thank you so much for joining me on this journey, on my individual journey of Conscious Expansion, on um, tuning into these podcast episodes and supporting me on my journey from maiden to mother and um, just loving me and supporting me. Um, I love every single one of you and I love being able to show up raw and um, vulnerably to offer my gifts and services to the collective. I know that your energy is very sacred, very valuable. So thank you for investing it here with me today. I am sending you so much love.